0: And welcome to yet another installment of The Space Between Presents, I Saw a Tiger. I'm your foul-mouthed host, Danny, and joining me, as always, we have the woman who's always dropping it like it's hot, Sarah Burns. Hello. Hello. The man who did, in fact, let the dogs out, Dan Cole. (laughs) And don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like him, Tim France.
1: Hey.
0: Hello. (laughs) Thanks for joining me, friends. Um, And thank you, listeners, so much for... Joining us on this sextuple episode of our deep probing of Netflix's pop culture spectacle, Tiger King. Did you, now, you get
2: married to more people? <laughs> it's a sextuple it's a now?
0: sextuple. <laughs> wow. I just wanted to say sex. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I didn't think it was going to come up enough in this episode, so I just had to, you know, That's strategically fair. place, you know... Words related actually, to I, and going off six. I would say six. it's, not, it's a kind of a dry episode yeah. when it comes to sex. Yeah, definitely dry. <laughs> oh, yes. man. So, listener, if you're just joining us, hop on back to episode one. Start there. Build up the slow burn and meet us in episode six slow burn after episode five.
3: What? In the leather pants. Oh, my God. Oh.
0: <laughs> I actually, I had a former student of mine message me, because she was listening, and that particular, she quoted and sent that to me, where she really, she found that one really funny. I
2: was pretty happy with that line. I said it, I think, before <laughs> we recorded in a group chat, and I was just fucking waiting for a <laughs> point to use it.
0: <laughs> I got this. I got this. So, anyway, so we're on episode six, the noble thing to do. So, as with some of the, anything noble on the show. There's nothing noble, but I guess it's the noble thing to do. So- Like a lot of episodes, we start with Joe on the phone in jail because it's 2019 at that point. And apparently he tells us that Jeff had asked him to bail him out twice, once for beating and choking his former wife. Um, And so Lauren was the side piece, which I don't know that I'm super surprised that that's how their relationship came to be. Not even a little bit.
2: You don't think first relationships no, normally have a 32-year gap or
0: whatever <laughs> <laughs> oh, How creepy is that to think, like, we're all, like, in our early 30s. Yeah. Sarah. Not me. Right? Yeah, you're not yet. But just think, Sarah. Baby. If you weren't already going to get married... Your husband might not have even been born yet. <laughs> oh, I just, okay, cool. <laughs> that's so weird to me. I don't think that's the actual yeah. age
4: gap, but <laughs> just uh There is a
0: pretty heavy age gap between is, Jeff it, and it, Lauren. It, wasn't
3: that the age gap between Carol and her second husband?
0: It was <sighs> 22, 20-something years. Well, still Totally uh, acceptable. Yeah, yeah. So 30? That, that's fine. Mm-hmm. 30? Mm-mm. No,
2: sir. What's the difference at that point? 22 is fine what's eight more years right
0: that's true yeah that was the joke
4: tim you ruined it
0: (laughs) good job (laughs) so he wanted to get bailed out once for beating and choking his former wife and then he also got in trouble with the cubs in vegas
2: now see here's the thing too with jeff low would not have assumed he was into cubs you know uh he's dating or or married to a significantly younger woman the fact that he would be messing around with very furry younger gay men too is uh is that a
3: term yeah i assume yeah i might be getting confused with otters yeah it's a thing
4: Otter. yeah dan yeah you should
0: know about this dan you'd be a good bear taylor
3: is an otter (laughs) sexy little otter
0: (laughs) (laughs) Taylor's so cute. Shout out to Taylor. All right. We
4: need we need Dan just to say sexy little otter with no with no audio, so we can just keep that for What's future that references.
3: From? Uh C Lab 2021. Oh, that's right.
4: <laughs> he looks like an otter.
3: Sexy, sexy. little otter.
0: <laughs> oh man. So Jeff is told I the arraignment was like through Zoom or Skype, I think. That was weird. Like Jeff was he, like in a room and yeah, no, they the record
2: they record that.
0: But he looked like he was in a different room than the judge.
2: For sure. I think it was just a different was camera. It? They gave okay. a lower lower quality camera right. for the inmates, you know. you know.
0: As they deserve. Right. You know. So he's told specifically not to get into any kind of trouble for the next year and if he does get into trouble or do anything illegal he'll have to serve the 179 days in jail and i think that that tidbit is really important later in the episode i was also an important tidbit is okay. we get to see his hair i was just gonna say that oh my god i was oh, like i'm sorry no no no, 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 no. You. i'm so glad that it didn't just stand out to me because i felt very bitchy about it when i was yeah. like oh my god what's going on with this hair but legit what is going on because if you're bald, whatever. But, like, yeah. it was, like, long, still-ish. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, he does a very specific move, which is the... He doesn't just wear a hat. He wears a bandana and a hat. Right. So that if he ever yes. has to take his hat off, he he's still completely he's covered bandana. up. Like, like, uh, like Batman. It, who's the... Guns N'
3: Roses guy. Axl Rose does it too?
4: I was thinking of yeah. him too, but I do remember He always wears that stupid red name.
3: headband. Oh, like mm-hmm. Deadpool. He take off his mask, and then he has the...
4: The, the picture
0: of Hugh Wolverine to <laughs> stapled to his face. <laughs> <laughs> but then he's got like... The hair that is still there is like long yeah. yeah. So it's like poking out the bottom. So is it the illusion? Like, is there hair under there? And Schrodinger's then, hair. Yeah. <laughs> It both does and does not exist. I mean,
3: this,
2: that is literally the only time we see him in this show, in any interview, mm-hmm. without a bandana and a hat Yeah. On. And it's really low quality, so you can't really yeah. tell. Right. Right. The <sighs> yeah. lights were high, so they were really shiny.
0: Super shiny hair. Yeah, I don't... It was very, like, Crypt Keeper to me. And it really aged <laughs> him a lot. I think his tiny mouth helps with the youthful appearance. It does. but
2: Well, and he has a very... Styled goatee thing. Like it has a very thin manicured strip around
0: his mouth. Which I think makes his his
4: mouth look smaller.
2: Yeah, I think it does too.
0: I do too. Oh man. So Joe describes Jeff as a predator. So we know that stuff's going down. Things have not been great between them. When everything was happening with like Travis and whatever in episode five, you know, Jeff and Lauren just took off for Vegas. So and now they come back because Jeff got in trouble. So they ran away from Vegas. And John John Reinke says when Jeff came back from getting in trouble in Vegas, he says quote It all went to hell. And when we were watching this last night, Dan was like,
3: What? What I got yelled at for talking? I said, Hasn't already? Fuck you, Dan. Did you raise your hand?
0: <laughs> right. And it's like, how has it not gone to hell yet? What, right? It's like, going to get worse. All, how can it get worse? Well, like, We know that how? Joe's
3: going to be in jail,
2: well,
0: but yeah. it's
3: like, what's going to happen before he goes to jail? This is crazy.
0: Yeah. So we find out a ton of information. Joe was locking Jeff out of bank accounts, so we couldn't see the spending. Jeff actually finds out from one of the people at the bank that Joe's under federal investigation. They don't know for what, but they were like, yeah, a federal agent was here asking questions. And so that's how Jeff finds out that Joe's under investigation. Joe spent $60,000 of the park's money on his political campaign. That was just on
2: brochures and stuff. Yeah, and the condoms. I, the total was like,
4: oh, eight, that it was, was closer
0: it? to
2: 100000
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love when Jeff so rolls I his eyes so So I thought the entire
4: hard. campaign costed him 60000 And I was like, well, that's a pretty good deal.
0: <laughs> yeah, no yeah no. you're right that's just the like part that he
2: embezzled
3: from the, <laughs> the company that he oh, no longer
2: owned.
4: oh yeah. i see
0: yeah
3: well, i love it when jeff is talking about that and he's like does you dollars? that's illegal like yeah. he's like so, like says mm-hmm. it in a way right. that mm-hmm. even joe can understand and joe's like what i had everything covered i got it <laughs> don't worry oh, about well, it boss it's illegal
0: <laughs> and it's really interesting because like jeff starts taping everything and Joe was already taping everything. So now it's like, I can't tell whose like representative is taping at this time because I feel like Jeff's taping stuff makes Joe look worse. If that's even possible. (laughs) I don't know if that's even possible, but maybe so. Well, and I just
2: have to point out in that argument. Yeah. Joe at no point has never lashed back out immediately. We have not seen Joe take criticism from anyone or take shit from anybody. Mm hmm. Joe knows he was in the wrong here really? by leaps and bounds because he's oh, yeah. not even, he's not raising his voice. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly what he did. Yeah. He's just being like, I, listen, man, like, I know, like, yeah. I, I got figure it figured out. I'm working on it. It's yeah. going to be fine. Like,
0: it's so interesting to see that power dynamic too, where like Joe will fight with anyone about anything. Like, we right. see when they were filming the reality show, he's just firing people randomly because he's on camera. But then Jeff comes in. And, you know, we've said it in previous episodes where Joe is, like, enamored by him and yeah. kind of, like, becomes submissive to him in a way. And like you said, Tim, he knows that he was wrong. He doesn't really try to fight it. So Jeff loses it, like, punches a filing cabinet, loses it, kicks Joe off the park. And then Joe burns a bunch of incriminating stuff, computers, files. Fire. Yeah, he really does love setting stuff on fire. I mean, who doesn't, though?
2: I will say, just to point out, too, in their argument... I don't, Joe didn't, or Jeff didn't really kick him off the property yet. No. Joe almost, like, volunteers.
0: Right, yeah. He's
2: like, I'll go, I'll get out of here, I'll yep. go somewhere else. Yeah, I'll, and Jeff we... is like, yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Yeah, I Jeff, was Jeff has already owned the park for a while, mm-hmm. while at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe knows he fucked up. Joe committed some incredibly uh, serious crimes. Forged Jeff's signature 22 times or something, something fucking like that. ah, yeah. That's, That's crazy. Those would all be tried as separate counts. Wow. Of um, fraud, forgery, embezzlement, probably that's too. That's crazy. Uh, identity theft. Identity theft.
0: Yeah. Wow. So that's some already some deep shit that Joe's in on. And Real for deep. Jeff, just to say like, get out of here, like, and not pursue a gift. it.
2: A gift. Totally. After Absolutely. he's stolen eighty thousand to a hundred thousand dollars from him. After this dude has already laid out a shit ton of money for right. this guy. He literally and, saved the park. Yeah. And eventually.
0: stolen it from a park that's really struggling you know like they're having a hard time feeding the animals and maintaining the property and then you're going to steal this money so that you yeah. can run for president and governor and put your face on condoms give me a fucking break that's stupid what do you think his thinking was you know well like dipping in to that kind of stuff because you he knows the situation of the park i feel like he when he signed the park over to jeff low he thought that he was doing it in like Deed only, and not like really, really. And so he thought that he was still in charge. Totally. And figured if he could get in on the politics, then he could stop the Big Cat Safety Act from going through, and then like save the park in a way.
4: Yeah. Oh, do you think it was almost in the sense of like gambling? Like,
0: oh, I'll make it back, and then yeah, yeah,
4: it'll be fine. Mm. Yeah,
0: that's a really good way to put it. Like gambling. Like, you're going to lose now, but it'll come back in spades.
4: Which never pays off.
0: It doesn't. It really doesn't. Don't gamble with money you don't have.
4: (laughs) I mean, that
3: that makes sense. You
0: know? (laughs) But, so, Joe starts to sell animals, like, under the cover of darkness. Like, super, you know, DL kind of selling animals. And we assume that this is to fund his escape, quote-unquote escape, before he goes running away. There's a...
2: Grabbing everything that's not nailed down. Unfortunately, those things are tigers that need to be sedated to be transported.
0: (laughs) Oh, it was so sad. The one tiger like lifts up his head and is like, what is going on? And then just like puts it back down. This is my life now. We've got another strategically well-placed music video of Joe saying (laughs) goodbye.
3: That was amazing.
0: Uh, And did you notice like the the music track and Joe's lip syncing didn't even match? It It was really bad.
3: It's like he didn't even know the song. Yeah. Like he hadn't sang it before or something.
0: But that's weird because he, like, writes and records his own music, doesn't he?
3: I mean, according to him.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So he and his new husband and some of their tigers, they travel to an undisclosed location in southern Oklahoma. And Joe claims that he decided to walk away instead of fight Jeff. And I want – what do you guys think – About I know that we already touched on this, but does this really align with his behavior so far? I feel like Joe's gotten just more and more erratic and outlandish throughout the series. Does him just walking away really fit with that? Or do you think that there's like an ulterior motive behind just walking away?
2: I think it it could be a couple of different things. A, maybe his new husband, maybe actually receiving the love that he's been looking for for a very long time from a, a spouse that is actually gay, Mm -hmm. has helped him put some things in perspective to know what's important. Number two, he could just be fucking tired of all it, of of all of this at this point. Or three, he knows the hammer's fucking coming down at some point. And I mean, if the the local bank teller is just passively telling other people that work there, hey, there were some feds here looking for you. Like, he he
4: knows he needs to get out of here. Mm -hmm. He was 100% using that as
2: an opportunity
4: to leave. To add to To Tim's point, number three, I really think he thinks the hammer's coming down. Because, you know, going back to our earlier points of him not even trying to fight Jeff on any of these things, he knows he fucked up. Yeah.
0: Now, as far as the timeline goes, is this... Like, are the feds there investigating the murder for hire charges, or are they there for some kind of fraud bank charges?
2: If they're looking at the bank and Jeff is flipping out about the bank, my assumption would be it's a misappropriation of campaign funds uh, issue. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because his finances are very well known in the courts because of many of the lawsuits and the whole Carol Bass and things and his repayment right. plans and stuff, so for him to just miraculously come up with the money to be able to pay for these things during a campaign is going to set off a number of red flags. Oh,
0: absolutely! Mm-hmm. Like the um, whole, yeah, it's just a shit
2: show. Well, and very specifically in the banking industry, the the like common conception is that certain withdrawals under ten thousand dollars or nine thousand dollars aren't tracked and reported to the IRS. You'll see in a lot of like racketeering or or drug cartel movies where they're like, they need to make sure the deposits are under a certain amount so they don't get caught or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's not true at all. The number is actually significantly lower. Really? So Joe probably triggered these processes multiple times over Mm. when the local community knew Jeff was in Vegas and he's still writing three, four, $5,000 checks for parties and venues and fucking condoms with his face on mm-hmm. it and all that stuff and so the like limos
0: and, there's yeah. a
2: massive massive trail that i don't think joe um realized at first that he was leaving behind him
0: gotcha yeah did you catch joe has a new tattoo on his neck for his husband dylan no yeah yep in no, this episode i, I saw it yep it's like right boom on the jugular of his neck for his husband dylan what was so it? what is it literally just says for my husband dylan oh (laughs) yeah it's the it's the words on his neck (laughs) so you know
3: (laughs) i should not expect joe to be metaphorical at all yeah i thought it was going to be something like symbolic
2: right the symbolic tattoos we've seen in the past are property of joe exotic tattooed (laughs) above john finley's dick so (laughs) right
0: And, you know, to to mark the passage of time, we've marked it with hair. We've marked it with teeth. Now we can mark it with tattoos. Yeah. So Tat- um, tattoos. My husband, Dylan. I'm gonna, Joe says that he believes in karma. And so, you know, in some way, that's all going to come back to Jeff. Jeff says that Joe is telling people that Jeff took a hit out on him. And that's why Jeff or why Joe left so fast. Whatever. Because apparently, I don't know. They're talking about how Jeff has all these other charges against him, aside from just beating up his ex-wife and the Cubs in Vegas. But they're like alluding to other illegal behavior. And then James Gerritsen, the giant Chucky doll, he discloses the murder for hire scheme on a hidden camera. Is that legal for Eric Good to do that?
2: Yes. So does it depend? Every state state is different. But like in New York, only one party needs to be aware that they are being recorded. Okay. Which effectively means you cannot wiretap someone without either person knowing. But if you call someone and record it, you do not have to disclose that.
0: Okay. Huh. Interesting. I didn't know that. I knew that it was like state by state, but I wasn't totally yeah. sure. Especially like video camera. Isn't there something different like yeah, between every, video and audio? Yeah.
2: Whatever. Whether the state um, chooses to make a delineation or right.
0: not. Interesting. So... Eric Good, the filmmaker, gets him on like hidden camera talking about it and he's like, Oh yeah, I know because I was there when they were talking about it, when they met about killing Carol. Like, wow shit. Yeah. yeah. That's just like he drops it so like in such like a cavalier way, like, Oh yeah, I was there. Right. It was at Chili's.
2: It probably was, though. <laughs> no, wasn't
0: it at Applebee's? No, that's the thing. Jeff and James, they do meet at Applebee's yeah. to oh plot this, like, collusion against Joe. And I was just like, oh, man, I wonder if it was, like, when they had the really cheap margaritas or whatever.
2: It was probably yeah, when they, they had the unlimited riblets, chicken tenders, and <laughs> fries. Hell yeah. And fried shrimp. What a great deal. Right? I mean, you could afford multiple hitmen <laughs> with prizes like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and with the way that you know Joe is blowing through the park's money, like Jeff's gotta cut corners somewhere. Right.
2: <laughs> Why don't they just feed those tigers on
3: that?
0: Right. Oh, um, what a loss. What tiger is gonna turn up its nose to some of those riblets?
3: Right. And then you're helping to prop up an American institution. Yeah. That millennials are stabbing in the back. We are it's killing uh, it. Applebee's. Oh god. <laughs> Listen,
2: there is not a restaurant, a casual dining restaurant on this earth. That's going to survive millennials. That microwave's a steak better than Applebee's. (laughs) Even Denny's will throw it on the grill for a couple seconds to Mm -hmm. sear it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's the Denny's guarantee. (laughs) Moons over my hand. So I want to take a second for us to talk about, there's this really interesting contrast, I think, with the different bad guy networks. Carol talked early on about Joe's bad guy network, and it was like, Doc and mario and all the people they were selling yeah like that group but then we have this other bad guy network and that i'm using my own words for of like jeff and james and alan and you know is there a difference are they all just bad or i don't know i feel like
2: i feel their charges are pretty minor overall for a criminal syndicate right Uh, you can't even find on the internet what um alan did yeah at all and it was when he was 17 so it was probably like you know he got drunk and disorderly or something yeah. stupid
0: he killed a guy though he's got the teardrop
2: i mean he yeah killed a
0: guy. it could be
4: perfect right mm.
2: you have jeff who you know got in a fight with his wife and then oh. what what was the other thing he did oh having cubs in fucking vegas right like, yeah all right yeah yeah he's a big bad guy yeah James Garrett just owns strip clubs. He's a creepy old fucking Chucky doll. He's
0: so <laughs> creepy yeah. and sweaty strip all the time. In a weird his store. Yeah, we gotta talk about worst this hair. His face shape.
3: Yeah. It's just the worst, period.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It just makes him look more like a human thumb. <laughs> I mean, he we have human thumbs. Right. But he clearly but spends a lot little, of time on it. Has like stuff. I don't even know how stuff. to say it. Life size? No. What? A man-sized thumb. He's a man-sized thumb.
3: <laughs> I mean, I have two man-sized thumbs.
4: <laughs> yeah, how would you say that?
2: He looks like Gloop from the Herculoids. <laughs> with, a, <laughs>
4: Herculoids yeah. with a
2: red wig on.
0: Well, that's the thing. I feel like it looks like a wig. Like, that doesn't look like actual hair.
2: He refers to himself, by the way, as the Jet Ski King um, on uh, on the internet now. When that's he introduces insane. himself from the show. Hi, this is James Garrett. Son, the jet ski king from Tiger King.
4: No, yeah, then, it's just better to embrace it than yeah. anything. I mean, know, yeah, that's the try thing. to deny it. Yeah, you, you
3: brought up the jet ski thing a couple of times, and I'm excited. This it must be in episode seven. I'm excited oh, it's to see. Oh, so
2: it. good. I'm excited. <laughs> you're gonna change your life. You're just gonna. You're gonna. Be like, well, I need to move to Florida. I need to look like this man, and I need to just ride jet skis around. Yeah. There's not a cooler motherfucker in this entire series than James Garrett and uh, so, and a s- Skidoo. I keep forgetting the name of yeah. those machines. <laughs> ski-doo. <laughs> skidoo, Skidoo.
0: But there's the like a f- oh shit, who was it? Like John talks about how uh, James sold him a stolen Hummer or something. <laughs> like. <laughs> who- <laughs> How <laughs> is that a thing? Poor Ranky. I, I love like Ranky right? like, so much. Oh and he's in this a lot, commentary wise. Yes, he, he really lot, is, yeah. which is so good because I do love him. And I feel bad they talk about how, like, you know, after Joe left the park, Jeff fired everybody who yeah. had been there under Joe. So I was assuming that it, maybe that was John included, which would make me sad because I like Joe. Kind of makes sense. I mean, it totally makes sense. Absolutely. I don't know. Still sucks, though.
3: I, I, if I was Jeff, I probably wouldn't fight Ranky. I mean, you'd want somebody that has some kind of experience with the, the yeah. whole zoo aspect.
0: I guess it would depend on the loyalty. But it sounds to me, like, especially from some of John's commentary in this episode, like, he doesn't, like, he admits that Joe did some stupid shit. Yeah. And that's not really forgivable in a way.
2: Well, in the way that Ranky comes in in this episode, too, it's always as a voice of reason. It's mm-hmm. after a bunch of cre- people talking a bunch of shit, something crazy happens. And then the John Ranky comes in, he's like, well... People are dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. He certainly doesn't make excuses, which I respect him for that. Yeah. I felt like with the bad guy networks, like the bad guy network in the beginning with Doc and Tim Stark and Mario, I felt like they were more like the filmmakers were trying to make them seem more endearing. Like, Oh, it's just doc. And he, they've all got tigers and they're all just friends, with his elephant, you know, whereas with like Jeff and James and Alan, it's like, well, what did they do? And why is Alan's arm pooping? <laughs> or
2: whatever?" <laughs> oh my God. It's so bad. <laughs> it's bothered me so much.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Whew. Tim sent
3: Gives me chills thinking
0: about it. Yeah. Tim Gross. sent our professional casual network group chat, uh, like screenshot of a still from this episode, and it legit looks like Alan's. There's like poop coming out of Alan, or branches growing. Yeah, forward. it's one of the yeah. two. It's yeah. something so weird. So if you have any insight into that, hit us up. That's I'll perfect. post it on Instagram.
2: Check yeah. us out on Instagram. Yeah, you'll see it.
0: It's incredible, but it, very disturbing. So what's going on with that? So I feel like the Eric Good and his whole film crew they set it up to make this. Group of the bad guy network looks so much like seedier and yeah, just literally showing
3: mugshots and everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, and like they all have that, but I mean, so does Mario. Like he legit was in prison for what twelve years? Showed his mugshot though. I don't know if they showed his mug. And even if they did, that was back in like the seventies or eighties, so he'd look vastly different now.
3: Probably a big mustache.
0: Those mustaches, back Then. (laughs) Amen. They're pretty good.
3: Yeah. Uh, Can't you know,
0: grow a mustache good. like that. Let's mustache. You cannot grow a mustache like that. Please don't shave your chin. <laughs> Please
3: don't. Just shave just your Can chin. we just see it? It's been like five years since I shaved my chin.
0: I was been thinking been about shaving. I was
2: thinking about shaving just this. <laughs> Doing like just the just Hulk the Hogan beard. Yeah. <laughs> just having
3: like huge fucking mutton chops all the way down. One of my roommates in college did that one time where he uh where he had uh did the handlebar yeah and he grew that out and then he grew out his whole beard over the summer and he was hairy so he like that very three months man. it was yeah. long and it looked like he had like walrus tusks because the, the not food the the um the handlebar was already so long that yeah it's just like he had a big beard and then like two fangs hanging down and
0: it was crazy. And, like, he <laughs> truly had, like, a lion's mane because his hair, just everything, it, like, froed out, and then it connected to the beard, and he was just so bushly, yeah, And like then, a like...
3: Full halo all around his hair. And it, like, and his covered
0: blonde. his entire neck. Like, he didn't have that, like, strip that most guys have that, like, <laughs> delineates between their beard and their chest hair. He didn't have that. So, like, when he didn't wear a shirt, he looked like he had a sweater on. <laughs> He and was then, so hairy. And
3: then for Halloween that year, he literally shaved half of his body, like drew a line down the middle, like down his nose and down his like down his body, and shaved half of his body and painted it. And it was weird.
0: Yeah. He painted what was it like yeah. he painted himself white with like white and black. purple. Oh, it was purple I think with like so. latex paint, like acrylic paint. Because <laughs> so then- you can peel it off later. Because I came up like the next weekend and I went to take a shower and there was fucking <laughs> hair and paint everywhere because he had peeled it off in the shower. Ugh. It was so gross. This is do? totally. I, mean, I just, hope
4: he Danny, listens you to just did. described art school. You
3: know, <laughs> <pretty> <laughs> he, well. I mean, he was, a, he was an art <laughs> he school. He was, me, yeah. So.
0: yep. There you go. Perfect. I love that. bunch of weirdos guy. in that house. Who's Nick?
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's my real
0: name. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. I hope he listens. <laughs> oh,
0: I do too. So, James gets into some trouble because. What? What? Because he's got a lemur with.
2: He gets in trouble because he reaches out to Carol fucking Baskins. Right. He texts her and is just like, hey, I got some shit on Joe.
3: You
0: want it? Right. From his regular
2: regular fucking number.
0: Yeah.
3: Like, yeah. Of course she's going to go to the authorities. Right. Once Howard said that, I was like, oh, duh.
0: Yeah, so Carol and Howard, they contact the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Department or whatever, which I guess has as much power as the FBI.
3: According to Howard.
0: According to Howard. Uh, But they mostly deal with the animals and not so much the people.
2: They're the Mother Teresa of uh, exotic animal (laughs) regulation.
0: So they go and they meet up with James Gerritsen and they're like, hey. You've got this lemur or whatever I don't know, and so he's screwed. So he becomes a confidential informant for them.
3: Of all the things that have dirt on somebody about is a, a single lemur that he has in his. That's what he's store. saying. That's right. bullshit. You probably has.
0: Yeah, there has
2: to be more. There's to be
0: more. Yeah. Stolen you, Hummer. Well, did you full of? Did you monkeys. hear?
4: Sorry, go. Sorry, ahead.
0: no. You go ahead
4: no did, i mean do you hear his excuse about having a libra he's like well i wanted one and i didn't like that law so i just kept it i was like what the fuck is
1: that? That's right. not like a good the i
2: don't like laws because it had bogus papers
4: or whatever yeah um yeah it's no. totally bullshit Dude owns
2: strip clubs and bars he's obviously probably had some trouble when the, he's first introduced you see the workers at his strip club like quote-unquote hanging all over him or whatever like you know the dude's gross so gross. So you can only imagine the fucking shit he's been up to or the allegations Ooh. that have been put against him. I'm not saying that, you know, he's a sex offender, but you take one fucking look at his haircut and you're like, oh, look, that's a sex offender. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he wants to touch someone inappropriately who doesn't want it.
2: Yeah, probably of age. Yep. You yep. know, so good on totally. you, James. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Could be worse. Could be worse. So he decides to just start working with them to help bring joe down and the best part i think of this whole episode was when they were talking about this with john finley and oh, yeah. he was like yeah wait he was like john didn't know that look he's yeah. like what yeah he's like i, I did meth with that guy <laughs> i buy meth from that guy
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was like probably a good five second pause he's like Really? And he like
0: kind of looks back and forth, and he's got like that toothy in air quotes grin because no, not <laughs> very toothy. It's funny when you have to explain the joke. So, and then James takes on this whole like, oh, it was the noble thing to do, like bullshit. They had you, you by the balls for something.
3: You just said that you did it to save your own ass, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's the yeah, whatever. But it's
3: noble to save your own ass. Yeah.
0: Right? So Joe hires Alan Glover to kill Carol. And throughout this episode, a few different people who worked at the park, they were talking about how often they would hear Joe talk about killing Carol or I want to kill Carol. Everybody was saying how they wanted this woman dead, yada, yada. So no one actually thought that Joe would go through with it. It's just Dick. Yeah, right? Like it's just a well, thing that cried he says a kind lot. Well, cried of thing. Yeah. Until he actually kind of does hire Alan Glover. To kill Carol. He tries to hire a few different people. He tries his head of security. Like, hey, can you take care of this problem in Tampa? And the head of security is like, no. No, I really like how no nonsense that security
2: guy is. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. he
0: did not. like. He seems sensible. He didn't. I could see a lot of people with the type of personality that Joe is. Like just going along with it like oh yeah yeah oh i wish i could but i've got my kid's birthday party this weekend like he was just like no
2: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no that would be illegal joe
0: <laughs> i will not so do
4: did this the illegal security thing. guard continue to work for joe after that i think so
3: i don't think it's said Isn't one that way or the fucking other.
4: crazy then let's just say your boss comes up to you go like would you take care of someone for me you' would be like no like would you work there i don't know
2: i've been asked to kill people for money in several jobs. And I've rarely worked in the security field. I'm sure people that work in the security field get asked that a lot.
0: And especially Adam just thinking of never how been asked that before.
2: <laughs> Adam has never told you that he's been asked
0: that before. That is also true. Honestly, Adam is the last person I would hire because damn, he would stick out in a crowd
4: yeah I so i know this
0: is a tangent, his, but
2: his head is like a shark fin going through
4: a crowd like you just see him coming <laughs> no you know what people don't pay pay attention like they're really not you know they probably don't want just, to stare just about the th- they're just going about their thing trying to steal stuff and then he's just like i can see you from three three aisles down <laughs>
2: Sarah, Adam's a nice person. I would really like it if you stop talking about him like that,
3: <laughs> just for listeners' sake. Adam is yeah. six foot eight.
0: He's so tall; it's yeah, ridiculous. He's very tall. Um, one time, Tim put a sticky note on the top of a fan blade, ceiling fan blade,
1: when they're
0: moving, and Adam saw it. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah, I Did I it just say that. this is a fan, or yeah, I think so.
0: I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> So once there finally gets to be some more activity and James starts working for the um, the Feds, that's when they get involved. And we've got Amanda Green, who's done some commentary in this episode, and she's a federal prosecutor. She
2: looks like she could just take
3: people out.
2: Oh yeah, She's oh, hell like yeah. intimidating. It's man. the yeah.
0: haircut, fuck, we'll and the voice, hair.
3: and like she looks.
0: I like love she'd it. Fuck you up. I love it. She kind of looks.
3: That's a thick ass bar. <laughs>
0: Damn. Something like Something that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Alan bounces. They're not sure where he went. The feds are trying to track him down. And they're like, "Shit, yeah, they're right." Like,
2: we knew about this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, she might right. die. Exactly. <laughs> like we gotta
0: intervene here before he actually does kill Carol. Because there's, well, all... apparently, apparently. Uh, oh my I, god! You
4: know, he went down there and apparently did all these things. I thought that was the weirdest
0: way to try to to try to like wiggle your way out of of anything the wording is so suspect to me when he says apparently i chickened out and partied yeah. instead like apparent well because that's what he was told to say by jeff right
2: i don't yes. think he was told to say apparently he chickened out by
3: Jeff. No, he I was think, told to not do it by Jeff. So then that's his story, but he's not good at telling it. Right.
0: Because right. why would you say, like, apparently I chickened out? You would just say, I chickened out. Because he was 100% going down to the killer. Yeah. He says as much in
3: with Eric Good that he's like, yeah, I was going to go, and I had this plan, and I was going to yeah. do this, and like then I went the to bike North trail
0: Carolina or whatever. instead. Yeah.
2: He spent a lot of time in the, the that whole bike trail thing oh and Joe trying to convince him to kill her with a
3: crossbow so <laughs> no one would hear it <laughs> just can you imagine he's so <laughs> walking around Florida with camo <laughs> pants and a crossbow right? fucking idiot I don't
0: know would that <laughs> really stand Google out in 140? Florida I don't no, know
2: I Not at
3: all.
0: Yeah Jeff Lowe brought it up on the computer the
4: like on the, the internet Yeah
0: Google yep. Earth Internet. The Googles. And yeah, they found out where Carol lived and everything. And Joe posted that to his Facebook because he's an idiot. And no, idiot. He's not
3: that dumb, though. He got people to think he was in Belize. Right. We're not there yet.
2: We're not, we're not ready there. for that espionage. <laughs> <trend>.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Yeah. Those were just apparently I chickened out. It just struck me as so like, those aren't your real words. That's not you, actually. But I do believe... Like you said to him, he was on his way to Florida. And, you know, James maintains contact with him, and eventually Jeff Lowe gets in touch with him. And it's like, no, don't do this. At this point, though, the feds don't know that Joe gave Alan any money. So they can't act because that's the whole thing is that Joe actually has to give someone any kind of down payment, five right. bucks, whatever. Joe's got to give someone money and they have to have a record of that before they can act and arrest Joe. So they're kind of waiting on that. So they get a special agent to infiltrate, to hire as a hitman. They get really far into the negotiation process and everything like that. Joe never actually gives them money. I think that guy's or name is Mark too. Or does any of the
2: things that, so when they, to effectively prevent that, case from being entrapment they have to show several signs of intent he has to go get the the unregistered uh, mm-hmm. firearm he has to do these things to show that he was doing specific things that he was told by the hitman
3: to show intent that he actually right. intended to follow through
2: with that it.
0: was something that dan you had a question about like is any of this entrapment
3: yeah as we were watching i was like wait yeah. a minute that sounds like entrapment yeah like that doesn't seem right that's so very specifically showing the signs
2: of intent is there to illustrate up and above and beyond that it's not entrapment, that he would have done it because he was committed, Mm -hmm. not just in that. Well, he had a gun. He could have done it. You know what I mean? But like he was going out of his way to do things to make sure it was going to happen.
3: Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. It was like, I mean, obviously the feds know this stuff better than I do, but it was like, that seems odd.
2: It's similar. Like um, with the Chris Hansen to catch a predator stuff, when they would get guys to come to that house, they would, tell them to bring, like, three or four specific items mm. that were not things that they would just have around the house to show that if they, you know, in the chat they'd set up, you know, if you do these things, you come here, you know, a great time. So if they pick up the bubblegum, Smirnoff, and, you know, a Chuck E. Cheese card, like, <laughs> that, that means that, like, it was their intent to do right. specific things to perform this task. Yeah. Mm.
0: But it can't be like, well, he had three pennies in his pocket, so it's right. like, of course, you might have loose change. Well, he had pocket. enough
2: money to come and pay for the hit. It's like, well, Joe Exotic carries around lots of cash, right? All the time. Yeah,
0: that doesn't necessarily incriminate. But in also,
4: them. is three thousand 000... dollars?
2: See, that sounds super cheap. cheap. Hit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Yeah. I mean, that's a right. tiger.
0: It is a tiger.
2: Any family yeah. could have anyone out there killed with their stimulus stuff. You know mm-hmm. what
0: I mean? Okay. Why
2: would you Crickets. look at Dan when I said that? <laughs>
4: <laughs> i didn't even see it no, yeah because when they were when they were talking about like oh oh yeah I, you know apparently he paid me three thousand dollars and apparently went down to florida i was like three thousand dollars like that's it's not a lot of money no. I, like, I, I would think that it would be a lot more i don't know i've never dabbled so i i, I wouldn't know but never dabbled it seems in
3: cheap hiring someone to kill somebody else
2: well and when Alan,
4: i talking- mean i've
0: looked but I haven't dabbled. <laughs>
3: Sometimes it just comes up on Etsy.
2: You know, you know murder for hire.
0: Something you might Artisanal. like. <laughs> Artisanal assassination, yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> work. But when Alan is talking about... Ponies. When Alan is talking about how Joe was supposed to give him $5,000, but he gave him $3,000 instead, yeah. it sounded like that super fake person telling a canned story lie mm-hmm. similar yeah. to carol baskin uh talking about early, how her husband. Early, yes early. exactly yep. yep that's the ex- exact
3: same chord uh-huh. it hit with me that's what i'm saying jeff told him to say that and i'm right. like oh no but add this to it so it sounds more realistic like he right. was supposed to give me five thousand, but he only gave me three repeat it back to me <laughs> you no know? right and that was the story and that's where you know joe says he was framed uh, like, i feel mm-hmm.
0: like though if you're supposed to give me five and you give me three I'm not going to do it.
3: Especially that Alan guy seems like me three. He seems like the kind of person that'd be like, this isn't what you told me you'd give me. I'm not going to do it. I don't know. This seems like the
2: guy to just take some money and buy a bunch of cocaine. I mean, totally. I
0: could, I could absolutely see. That's
3: why I didn't kill her.
0: All right. Yeah. Like you fucked me over. You only gave me three. You're supposed to give me five. I'm going to go party. You know, fuck off, Joe. And And Alan didn't like Joe anyway.
4: Right. You and know, what
0: is Joe going to do about it? Be like, uh, you got
4: to give me, I'm going to call the police right. if you don't give me my money because you didn't do what I wanted you to do. Yeah, don't right. You just kill someone? I'm
0: going to call the cops because you didn't kill Carol. Like, what? That's not how this yeah. works at all. That doesn't work at all. So James tells Jeff that he's a CI and he's like, hey, you want to be a CI too? So now they're all in this like informant club. Jeff's like, yeah. Because Jeff is like, hell yeah. Which I wonder if part of his like mentality behind that was to help him out of the Vegas issue. Totally. Where it's like, if I work with you, then I can't get roped into any of this illegal shit. But if I don't work with you, it might look like I'm involved in illegal activity. And then I'm going to have to go to jail for 179 days.
2: Yeah. Which 100%. I mean,
0: strategically, that makes sense.
2: Mm-hmm. Jeff is not stupid.
3: Jeff would no. 100% yes.
2: take any
0: opportunity yep. like that.
3: Mm-hmm. It gives more context to other things that we saw in previous episodes as well. When they revealed like the listening device and right before that jeff was like having an interview for the documentary and he's like hold on i gotta take this call and like it's federal and it's he, the, feds, the feds yeah i'm like how do they just he just answers the phone and knows that it's them and blah, blah blah so it's like oh he's been working with them for a time now yeah no.
0: yeah so jeff specifically gets in touch with alan and it's like what's going on like you need to get your story straight this is what's going on you would rather be working on this side of it than on the Joe side of it. And Alan's not dumb. So yeah, he comes back. And it's like he only gave me three grand instead of five.
3: Right. They show that uh phone call between the between Jeff and Alan. The text exchange.
0: Or no, yeah. yeah. Right. With the like
3: Yeah. Like a little form. Mm-hmm. They're talking back and forth. And basically Jeff is like, This is what you're gonna say. Right. And Alan's like, all right. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. And I mean, if you're a person like Alan He's worked with Jeff for a long time. They say earlier in the episode, like, they know each other really well. If you find yourself in that kind of a situation, I feel like if you're like Alan, you're going to go with Jeff and you're going to do what Jeff says. Mm -hmm. Because Jeff's a smart guy. He knows what he's doing. And as, you know, a convicted felon, you don't want to be on the wrong side of this, for sure. So, makes sense to me. Joe obviously thinks that he was framed for the whole thing. He thinks that it's some kind of, like, Trifecta with Jeff and James and Alan and all working together to get him out of the picture, even though he was already out of the picture.
4: Right. Yeah. To me, to me, this all goes down to or goes back to being narcissistic mm-hmm. characteristics of narcissism. It's just like, oh, it's never me. It's not my fault. You know, narcissism will never admit fault. So of course, it's everyone else. You know, they 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 framed me. They did all these things. It's it's their fault. That and i'm I'm
2: very legitimately surprised the the charge stuck because they didn't have all of those other things that they needed mm-hmm. to show that he had the intent to do it right. in fact, it, it effectively didn't work because the undercover agent they didn't use that right. They used Alan's testimony, which is incredibly suspect. so yeah.
0: suspect. Like he easily could be coached. And again, if Jeff is saying, "Well, if you just say these things, then it'll all be okay, and you won't get in trouble." All right. Right. Yeah. I mean, what does Alan have to lose, really? I mean, do you think
4: it's an excuse by the feds to get Joe because they know that he did embezzling. They know that he's done some other kind of shady stuff in the past. You know, going back to what? I think it was episode one or two where he talks about, oh, it'll be Waco if you come here trying to take my Mm. tigers away. You know, he seems like to the feds, I think
0: he seems like a credible threat. And so you think that maybe this is just the the ends justifying the means? It's I not think perfect, so. but it's a way to get them contained.
2: I yeah. think Carol has obviously been threatening somebody. And what's the the department called? Field and Game,
0: um, Fish and Wildlife. Fish and, Fish and wildlife, wildlife. U.S. Fish and Wildlife it has
2: been threatening someone at Fish and Wildlife, and they know that she has the ability because she's killed in the past. And they are scared of her, and they are moving this forward to make sure that she is sated for the time being. Because it's either Joe in jail, uh, or her bloodlust will take over.
3: You had me going for a second there. I thought you were making a serious point. Yeah, was that not serious?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't doesn't Jeff say, or no? It's um. Wasn't it Jeff who was like, he contacted Carol and was like, if you just give me this much money, like you can have the whole.
2: That's how James gets hooked up with the feds at all.
0: But wasn't Jeff like willing to give Carol the park? Yeah. Like, screw it.
3: Or they got all messed up when James wasn't able to continue his communication with Carol because.
0: Because they called the feds. Yeah. Yeah. So they were like, oh, that's an Oklahoma area code.
3: And Carol Baskin
2: is unfortunately rich enough to be like, why would I spend hundreds of thousands of dollars buying your zoo when I could spend millions suing all of you into oblivion and then forcefully <laughs> taking it? Right. <laughs> She's
0: got to be on top. Carol
2: Baskin is, fuck you, Rich. You know what I mean?
0: It's true. Yeah. 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 So I, initially I didn't believe the whole like Joe was framed. I was like, you made enough mistakes. You did enough stupid stuff. You were literally on your, like, web TV show shooting a blow-up doll of Carol Baskin. Like, no one is going to believe for a second. Like, no, he would never hire someone to kill her. Didn't believe it at all. Until we find out that Jeff is building a new zoo with James on the Texas-Oklahoma border. And it's going to be, like, a couple million dollars. And they're going to open it, what did he say, like, in six months?
3: You're gonna build a zoo in six months.
0: Of like yeah, what? from that. Didn't happen. Yeah.
2: That zoo's still not open, by the way.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. There's no way. But then I was like, wait a minute. Like maybe they did set Joe up. I don't know.
4: Why would it they it is very convenient. But I but to to your earlier point about, you know, having videos of of shooting of Carol Baskin esque mm-hmm. figure or whatever, you know, it's just I could definitely see him doing it you know he's lost absolutely everything mm-hmm. he's not he's in technically in hiding mm-hmm. he has nothing else to lose
0: but this is why i asked about the federal investigation when jeff first comes back from vegas because if that was all happening and then joe took off and like went into hiding And then he tried to hire someone to kill Carol. Why? Like, if he's just, like, living out his days in some undisclosed location in southern Oklahoma with his new husband and a couple tigers, like, why risk all of that? Like, you're out of the, like, big cat scene now. You're just kind of doing your own thing. Carol's not really impacting you anymore. Like, why go that next step hire someone to kill her like why not in the middle of all the lawsuits like why wouldn't he just he's so unhinged then why not just like jump it then you know
2: i'm curious if it's a if it's a narrative difference for the documentary because i don't even really see joe having access to alan to give him this money let alone be able to sell a tiger or two for it quick Mm -hmm. if he was not Still at the park on a regular basis. Yeah, so So I feel like it had to have been before the meltdown between Jeff and
4: Joe. Mm -hmm. That's what I was thinking. So I so now I'm really confused by the timeline because I assumed that right after he lost governor or the governor gubernatorial race, that he then decided to take a hit out on Carol, allegedly. Right. Right. You know. So. Um, is that the timeline i'm so confused now i don't know i
2: I, mm-hmm. I just my assumption is that joe this that whole thing happened before joe left the park i just That's don't I, I don't right. see it happening another yeah, way got to. So, yeah
0: so it was after he lost that election but how long after we don't know
3: right Okay. It does get a little muddled there yeah. in the episode. A lot of jumping around in time. Yeah. But the, oh, but then this happened before that, and then we see it happening later in the episode, but mm-hmm. it happened before that stuff that happened earlier in the episode, and it was a little, like, bleh.
0: Yeah, a lot of jumping around, and they don't give any, like, indicators, and there wasn't enough John Finley to be able to gauge his teeth, so I couldn't really tell.
2: Correct. Yeah. Correct.
0: Unfortunately.
2: Um, I do think Joe was set up a little bit. Yeah agreed just because certainly they wanted him gone maybe they even wanted a little revenge for um him fucking just stealing a whole ton of money from jim right. and wasting it and not even like oh i bought fucking hot rods and women it was i lost a race
0: right I got my face <laughs> printed on a bunch of condoms my very very photoshopped and filtered face right and it, put didn't, on even, all these condoms. <laughs> it
2: didn't even transfer to more business for the park right yeah so he spent a bunch of money to make garbage
3: Right. Just stuff that people threw away.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And especially like after, and Jeff makes a point of mentioning this, like he comes in, he pays some of Joe's lawyer fees, he saves the park. And then, yeah, for Joe to just like steal that money. And like you said, for nothing that actually counts for anything, like that's a really shitty thing to do. So I could see people wanting revenge for something like that.
2: And especially it's not even like super revenge. It's like, well, he does say it all the time. (laughs) all we just need to do is prove that he would actually do it
4: yeah yeah, tim you bring up a good point you i think you know as a metaphor you know joe is setting up a bonfire and putting gasoline on it and i think jeff just flicked the match into the Mm -hmm. bonfire yeah you know yeah if if he was framed Mm -hmm.
2: right so i yeah no i absolutely agree i think i think you're right sarah i think jeff is probably Jeff is one hundred percent new the the hero of America. He's no longer <laughs> Joe Exotic. He he's certainly gone down a couple of pegs.
0: He took down the old hero to become the yeah. new hero.
2: Jeff is the hero of this uh, of this show. As much as they want to make you believe that he stole a zoo, he he didn't. And from the timeline, it looked like he fucking had it and just still let Joe do whatever the fuck he wanted right. for like years. Yeah, before. He, you know, actually took ownership of the thing he had Mm -hmm. had ownership of the entire fucking time.
0: And they mention that when they talk about Joe's uh, forgeries of Jeff's stuff, where, like, no, Jeff owned the park. Like, Joe was still acting like it was business as usual, but it wasn't his park anymore. He was still acting like it was. I don't know. It seems suspicious, but I can't. Everything in this show is just so outlandish. I don't know. I don't know what to make of any of it. I don't know either. It,
4: yeah, I mean, technically
0: Jeff did own everything
4: and just let Joe kind of run part of the park. I don't know. It yeah. made him feel like he was director. still owner and running the park. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's a tough one. Framed. You think it was framed? At least in part. Like what do you did mean he do,
3: Did he do some illegal stuff? For sure. Did he try to have, did he pay somebody to go c- kill Carol Baskins? Doesn't really seem like it. Like, we have Alan's word. That's it.
0: Right.
2: Alan's
3: coked out word, right? They, they didn't show yeah, any.
0: Say, there's no he's paper an unreliable
3: trail of it. narrator.
0: That,
2: you know what it is. Mm. You know what that thing on his arm is? It's his Pinocchio nose growing. <laughs>
3: oh
2: <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> so gross.
0: If he's telling the truth, it looks like just yeah. maybe a, a little bit of skin cancer mole. But when right. he starts lying. I feel yeah. like
3: there's, there's got to be some kind of paper trail somewhere for the fish and wildlife to pursue it and for him to get convicted and be in jail but like according to what we saw in that episode it was it was alan's word and that was it
0: right
2: but
3: you know jury
2: trial yeah, yeah.
3: so it's good enough yeah. i guess
0: i don't know they're supposed to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that's what happened i feel like at least if i were on the jury I don't believe that that's beyond a reasonable doubt. I don't...
3: So maybe there's other evidence that we don't have, you know, we're not privy to... Just full disclosure, there
2: are other charges, 19 of them. Yeah. Right. I mean, you said that before,
3: there's a ton of charges, so it's not just this one. It's
0: incredible.
3: Way to go, Joe. But this one was certainly...
0: You know, some people have TV shows because they have 19 kids. Joe's got a show because he's got 19 charges. And counting. And counting. (laughs) (laughs) I bet that he could oh, pop it. out like two or three at a time too oh yeah you know easy without not breaking gonna,
2: a sweat he's not gonna half-ass it
0: nope not um, can
2: all. we talk really quick about what the fuck James Garrison sells in his store? Ceiling fans, used kids' <laughs> yeah. toys, a lemur, <laughs> <laughs> right? That has I mean, no
3: signage. Uh,
0: none. Yeah. What's
3: yeah?
2: Like, there's that
0: shot where he just leaves his store, doesn't lock it. Yeah, he just keeps leaves the open
3: sign on. Yep. He doesn't care about anything inside. It's totally a front. Yeah. Gets 100%. in his truck and oh, just drives I away. That, and I'm usually pretty slow with those.
0: Things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's totally yeah. Yeah, it has it's to like
3: be. that store, and the, the product only goes like 10 feet back, and then it's just like empty aisles.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> and he's just hanging out. <laughs> and it's
2: the same ceiling fan next to each other on a shelf. They're not stacked <laughs> and racked backwards. <laughs> it's just,
3: <laughs> I need to fill space. He has that storefront for fans. something else. And he's got a fight club in the back or something.
2: Yeah. Mm. Probably prostitution would be my guess. Yeah. Strip clubs. That's yep. normally Absolutely. the gambit.
3: Yep. He looks like he'd be the type. Yeah. Yes. Looks like a pimp.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what?
3: A potential informant for minor political gain. I wish we had video right now. The face Danny made at that was just like, "What the fuck?" is that? Imagine what's going through your head.
0: Ah man, could you imagine that? Like
3: a
2: Southern Oklahoma pimp oh my does kind of summon the face of James Garrett. <laughs> yeah, to be fair.
0: Oh my god! Just the oh. He just skeeves me out so much. Well, he's so, a pimp. So much so that makes sense. I mean, yeah. You know, I just Do you think his
4: pubes are coiffured the same way <laughs> oh as his head? God. Oh, please. He takes a
0: straightener to him. Oh
4: god. Yeah, it looks yeah. like those those fancy dogs
2: that have the long
0: oh, hair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It just looks like that. It's just like this like sleek c- curtain, sleek curtain. Yeah, covering up an a acorn
2: to my so. balls. <laughs>
0: it's always said I always hate watching the dog show when those breeds are on because I get jealous of dogs like their hair is nicer than mine granted someone else spends a ton of money and time on it and yeah. I'm not going to do that for myself but damn I want hair like that yeah that fucking shih tzu I, I'm with you it's an Irish setter setter
4: Irish I can't say <laughs> it Irish setter right
2: a Big Cat Rescue Dan is a shih tzu <laughs>
0: Oh, that was good. No, yeah, it's all... James' stuff is super sketch. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. Ugh. Not like the ceiling fans. (laughs) Right, yeah. uh, The the two ceiling fans. I wonder if
3: they're even in the box, if it's just empty boxes. (laughs)
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) And someone... So you're like new to town you just bought a house or whatever and you're like trying to find a ceiling fan and you're like oh all right so you go in this store and you walk over and you're like well this is what they've got so you go to pick up that box as if there's an actual ceiling fan and then you just like
2: balls fall out (laughs) launch
0: it into the air like what the hell oh no the box must be aluminum so like you
3: couldn't ask them like where can i get a ceiling fan they can't gear it's in this place
0: yeah, I think well, I, saw, I think I saw um, a fan I mean, in, in no sign. Look for yeah. the
3: big black sign, right?
0: <laughs> you know, it, it's gonna look like really sketchy and like dark, and you know, you don't want to go in there. Just go in there. He might not even be in there. You could just take <laughs> you it. You could just take. <laughs> He's just, not gonna, give just a not gonna a 20, press charges. He does not care. Leave a twenty on the counter. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Feed his lemur quick.
0: <laughs> oh man. So, anything else to discuss about this episode? I'm torn. I'm conflicted.
3: I need more information for sure.
0: Yeah. I
2: still don't yeah. see why people feel Jeff's
3: know. a bad guy on the internet.
2: He hasn't done anything yet.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he probably. I mean, honestly, he hasn't done anything that bad compared to others. Like, I mean, he did, and the whole stole, illegal, the, but...
2: stole the zoo thing is like, eh, he didn't though.
0: I don't agree that he stole the yeah. zoo. I don't think that he did. not he kind
3: of bamboozle Joe into doing it? I don't think so either. Didn't
2: you say lawyers. it was the lawyers? Yeah. Joe's lawyers were like, well, put it in Jeff's name.
3: You put it in literally everyone else's. Right. Just he wasn't ready to. Jeff wasn't going to have him sign it over to somebody else's name just to screw over Carol. But he's for a while he was doing things to try to better the park. Yeah. It seemed like according yeah. to the documentary.
4: Didn't Joe at one point. No. Yeah. Say that
0: he would. Where was he with his husband? Oh. In like,
3: Undisclosed location. Like, no, no, in no, no. He tried
0: to make people think that they were in Mexico. Yeah. Yes, Belize. that's it. Believe Because my favorite, I, and I wanted to talk about this. My favorite
4: line from this show or this episode is that's that's not that's not Florida water.
2: <laughs> well, that's not Mexi- that's Panhandle yeah. water. Yeah,
4: yeah, that, that's Florida water. I
2: mean, it yeah, look like
4: sorry, Florida yeah, water. that's not Mexico water. That's Panhandle. That's like, panhandle how? he's the you know? king,
3: so he sounds you like know. he
4: knows. You sure? How? He just, I think, I think he just made that shit up. I think
2: you, when you look at green water like that and a bunch of gross people floating around it, yeah, mm. you're probably
0: in Panhandle. You know All what right. I mean? I mean, that's certainly not like Maine. That's right. not what a Maine beach looks like. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Maine you beaches are just sands
4: is. and, or just rocks and disappointment and There's cold sand water.
2: beaches in Maine. You get your Chucky dolls at the toy store in Maine, not on the beach in strip
0: clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, your your Chucky doll's not, like, running a prostitution ring.
2: Which is totally a Florida man thing.
0: hmm
2: Yeah. Doll comes to life, becomes pimp, <laughs> buys a lemur with fake papers. Like
0: Sarah, I'm glad that you brought up that Belize thing because that was so weird. and And another thing that kind of makes Joe look guilty, like, why are you making people think that you're in a place if you're not... Yeah, I you know I think it's yeah. I think it's super I straight think up he, he is
2: obviously not on the run. There was obviously not a hit on his life. Right. He was obviously not, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he is and that was a super half-ditch, half-hearted, half-assed effort to pretend he was somewhere else. He was Yeah. He made a couple posts and added a couple hashtags to make it seem like he was pretending to hide himself when he right. was not pretending to hide himself. He was just pretending to pretend to be somewhere else.
3: I mean you say there was no hit on him, from Jeff. But Jeff did tell him if he ever came back to the park, he He'd would shoot kill him. him. Yeah, he's like, I will kill you. Now that doesn't mean you have to go into hiding. Just don't go back. Yeah, just
2: but. stay away from right. The park maybe don't go that somewhere hard.
3: that's probably three
2: miles down the road. But I the, feel like he stayed in South Oklahoma. Right. Like, yeah.
0: And Joe is so like addicted to and attracted to the drama. That I could totally right. see him being tempted to go back. Like, well, will he really kill me? Yes, Joe, he will.
3: Somebody better get that on fucking camera. Not necessarily him getting killed, but him going back, trying to
2: go right. back. Yeah. Right, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is is Rick Kirkman still available? <laughs> Have him film that. Do you think he would go back? To see right? Joe get killed? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I do think so. He would definitely want to be there
3: to film yeah. whatever would take place. Yeah. So would a lot of people and
0: just not store it on the property, <laughs> right? Maybe back that up.
3: Like the one news anchor that was like, Joe is great for TV. Yeah, you cannot yeah. get him to stop talking. Yeah, <laughs> that those shots. I are like funny. her.
0: I like her a lot. The special news anchor. No, the, oh, news, the anchor. news anchor. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Do too. Yeah, because they've done like a ton of interviews with him, which I think is amazing. Even uh, from jail. Amazing. Yeah, it's cool. Guys, we should interview him for the show. Oh, that's a great call. I think it's really ironic that Joe is, like, complaining about being caged and this and that when, like, you know. That's his job. Yep, to keep cats in cages that are much too small.
2: Is he being fed Jimmy Dean smart value sausages? Probably not. He's probably receiving a different uncured sausage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Might not be the worst thing to happen to him, though. All right, we got to rank our people in this episode. I don't know who we got. Jeff, Joe, James. Doc was not oh, James episode at all, sure. no, was Alan. he? Alan. No, no Doc. No. There, there was no, was no too Doc. too many J's. I A lot of fucking J names. Just
3: Carol was barely many. in it. No.
0: So we've got Joe. I'm going to write him down. Joe. Yeah,
3: writers need to work on that. They John, should have different names.
0: James. No, John doesn't matter.
2: How fucking satisfied, by the way, was Carol Baskin when she was making that update video? Oh, about my God. The, she was so happy. Yeah, about... The, g- not only says all fucking 18 of his, Joe's last names, like, <laughs> perfectly. You know she's practiced it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just took a took a hit out on my life. Tried to kill me. What have I ever done to him?
3: Did she actually say that? Are you
2: make no, that
3: up?
2: No, I might have said that in my head. <laughs> but. She
0: does say that he, like, tried to have her killed. Right? Yeah. Joe Shriver. Sh- Shrive Ogle. Maldonado Passage
3: Poor John Finley Doesn't get his name In there
0: Yeah what the fuck <laughs>
3: <laughs> I knew that would you Get know? you going
0: And I mean Well see Joe didn't need John's last name Because He had his name Tattooed on John Right mm. Yeah Right above that Sweet spot So we've got Joe James Jeff Carol Question mark The lemur The lemur Probably also a J name too. Probably like Jemima. <laughs> <laughs> George. It's not a J name. Yeah. Well, it could be. I don't
2: know, Dan. Is it? Isn't George a J word? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> not getting that argument on
3: air. Oh yeah, man, the internet would not be kind to you on that one.
0: All right. So who's on top? Who's on bottom?
3: Jeff. Nope. Jim. Wrong Damn it. <laughs> James on top.
0: James is on top. What?
3: He's fun. Okay.
0: <laughs> 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 All right. He skews me out, man. All right. I don't want James on top.
3: No, probably Jeff on top. Yeah, Jeff on top. Right below the lemur.
0: I guess. <laughs> Lemur's on top. Sarah, what are your thoughts? I
4: don't know anymore. <laughs>
0: So I guess Jeff, because he,
4: I mean, he did help with the feds, but also in the beginning of the episode, you know, he's charged the choking his wife, his yeah. ex-wife.
3: That's yeah, pretty fucked up.
4: Like, That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. So, I mean, again, it's it's ranking of the lowest of the low. Right. So, yeah, I guess Jeff is on top. Of
2: his wife when he chokes
4: her.
0: No, no, <laughs> oh, no. He should that
3: was
2: coming. Oh,
0: no. He could be behind her. We don't know.
3: So Jeff, James, Joe.
0: Jeff, James, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Can't
3: put James
2: anywhere near the
3: top. Um, <laughs> definitely Jeff, and then then Joe. How about um, Jeff, Allen, James, Joe?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> Alan 100, if Adam didn't,
3: uh, yeah, Adam, sorry, Adam.
2: Uh, wow. if either one of them. If either one of them didn't stop for coke on their way to kill Carol Baskin, they probably would have.
3: It's all relative, remember? We're not saying that because we're at the top makes them a good person. Right. Fair. Um, but as far as the
2: people that have been the closest to committing murder, Alan is certainly the top of that list. So Jeff, Joe, who are the other ones? <laughs> James
0: Allen. James and then Allen. What about, well, what about John
4: Finley? Can we just say he's on top?
0: <laughs> I'll put John Finley on top. I'll oh No, not out. John
4: Finley. Oh, my God. There's too many people. John Ranky,
0: <laughs> Yes. John Ranky's always on top. Yeah, John Ranky's yeah. always up there. Someday, when we make it big, I want merch that says, John Ranky's always on top. <laughs> and I want it, like, do you remember those, like, the, the Obama hope? pictures where he's like looking off like slightly to the side Mm -hmm. i want i want it to be that of john Ranky. john Ranky is always on top i I want that shirt
3: can we get a shirt that just says hashtag whales don't have feet stupid I was listening to episode two the other day, and, that, and every time I think of that line, I crack up.
0: <laughs> like literally, we were, we went for a walk today, and he just starts laughing, and I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "Wheels don't have feet, stupid." <laughs> so good. It's a classic. So good. All right, I'm okay with this ranking as long as John yeah, on with Ranky on top. Yeah, Ranky. Getting
3: danky with the Ranky. Oh
0: yes, yes. So what's um, the, what's our final ranking for this episode? Doesn't matter. He's on top. Oh, okay. And then the rest are John just Mickey, in the poop bottom. Jeff, Joe, James, Allen. James below Joe, but he did the noble
3: thing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that, get, that gives us some points up.
2: Just wait till the next episode when James Gerritsen really fucking drives at home, makes yeah, all I the bitches wet. I'm so excited. I can't.
0: It's, wait. it's super minor.
2: It's like four seconds, but you can tell that. That scene was crafted by James Garretsen.
4: Oh, absolutely. He Can looks like wait. a James Bond character and he does not fit it fit the description at all.
3: Again, you're, you're getting ahead of yourself. here, Yeah. Yes. yes, Sarah, don't talk about him on a skidoo. fine. I, I wouldn't do that. All right. If some of us haven't seen episode seven yet, Tim.
0: Yeah. Some of us haven't seen
3: it. Oh, you do sound like that, so
0: and we we can only watch TV in 10-minute increments, so it's going to take All us a right. while to get through it. <laughs> well,
2: to be fair, if Dan didn't take, like, three hours to poop, like...
3: It's true. I'm kind of better during quarantine.
0: There have That's been times good. when he's come out, and I'm like, whoa, you're back already. So, thank you for that. I appreciate That's so it. so funny. I appreciate it. So, let's talk about other happenings with the Professional Casual Network. Yeah. We've got other pods out. <gasps> Yes. So many pods. Yeah.
2: Let's talk we're about like pod people.
0: Let's talk Ooh, about just people. the space between. Yeah. We've got one of those out. Yeah.
2: Oh, we're talking about that. Yeah, We are. Oh, do you want to talk about that?
3: The first episode of the space between is all about Final Fantasy seven remake. Yeah. Tim and I discussed that for a little over an hour. Super fun. Whether you played it or not, or want to. I think it's just a good conversation.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We played it. So you don't have to.
0: And talked about it and
3: talked about it. Get exciting. really heated about some things. Like,
4: passionate.
0: As you should, with a game I was like excited that. to Talks listen to that so one. Bad.
4: <laughs> I, I want to play the game, and I haven't yet, so... Should. We'll have you listen to the podcast. Get. It's full of spoilers. Yeah.
3: No, don't have
4: well, I, all right. I'll, I'll listen to it anyway. All right, all right.
3: thank you. Uh, we also have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, which is our uh, first actual play podcast of the Warhammer Fantasy role-play game. Uh, which is super fun got some phone-in guests for that special guests alex and jb is this his name alex his name is alex p nelson alexander p nelson yeah there we go yes.
0: <laughs> so official sounding
3: yeah i love it i need to introduce <clears> him right <throat> in the future
0: yeah you do that's another one that i'm involved with so i'm super excited about it so that's great good <laughs> job and then we've got big chuck
2: Big Chuck with Elite Eight showdown. Few episodes of that probably out by the time that this one airs. Yeah, check it out. It's a eight team bracket uh, centered around a theme, and they do battle. Also heavily featured 1980s era uh, Betty White from The Golden Girls. Oh
0: hell yes! Uh, in
2: replica uh, Iron Man cosplay armor, <laughs> taking on the likes of Pat Sajak or Kid Rock. Was anyone? Uh, Kid Rock is in the first episode. He is in one of the uh, the brackets. But um, before each episode, there is a special backyard wrestling match. Mm. Oh! And Betty White has been on an absolute tear. So we need to figure out, can someone take her down? Is someone able to take her down? Is the fact that we're using a 1980s version of Betty White give her too much information, knowing that she will not die for at least 30 years and mm. will most likely survive a death match?
0: True. That <laughs> These is are the true. questions that yeah. are
2: answered. Every other week on uh, Elite 8 Showdown with Big Chuck. That's
0: awesome. Anything with Betty White, sign me up. Right. I'm there. She is a national treasure. I'll say it. She is. Literally. Love that one. Love it. And Dan, tell us what's going on with Big Fiction Energy.
3: Right. So that our most venerable show on the network. Yeah. uh, Big Fiction Energy, where um, myself and Tim and Danny tell the story of Lainey the Girl Without Fear as like an audio drama with music and sound effects. That. By the time this airs, we'll probably be on episode 10 or 11 of that. That's every other Thursday.
2: Yeah, we should be on. Episode 10 would have just come out
3: last week. Very cool.
2: That's,
0: so super, that's super exciting. Fun. Yeah.
3: Um So you, sh- you can catch up on that anytime as well. Big Fiction Energy.
0: Yeah. Nice. And so, Dan, you edit Big Fiction Energy and A pairless Podcast of... Grim podcast. You could just call
3: it Perilous Adventure for sure. The short, Perilous
0: Adventure podcast. Sorry. <laughs> Ooh, that's a mouthful. So you edit those. Big thanks to Lindsay France, who does all the other editing for the other podcasts. Yeah. I know that that's very labor intensive. And without you guys working and Lindsay doing all of the website and social media stuff, you know, big thanks to you guys. So let's talk about where people can find us. Where are we? Where
2: are we? In where are we hello hello
0: why are we you can
2: check out uh, or, and find links to everything on uh professionalcasual.com. there you'll find the most recent episode of every one of the podcasts that, that are out you'll also find links to the big fiction energy stuff and dan's site dan you can follow us at top tier casual on twitter or the professional casual on instagram or check out the facebook group and the patreon we're looking to add video and a bunch of other things we have a bunch of new shows coming out always trying to add new content check out that patreon for a bunch of awesome vlogs uh sarah's doodles yeah behind the scenes stuff early access stuff and then we're also starting to cut we normally let the mics roll at the start and end of every episode so we have a bunch of awesome new kind of out of context content as well
0: and it really is like us and our most raw true forms that bonus content. Yeah. Just it shooting the shit. Just yeah, doing something. Dan, what about all of your additional socials for big fiction energy?
3: Uh Tim hit one of them, dancoleauthor.com. com be my personal author webpage. Twitter is I dan underscore hdh. On Instagram, just I dan three. And then also Facebook.com slash Dan Cole Author.
0: Nice. Sarah, where are you at, girl?
4: Girl. I'm on Instagram uh, at Sherbert underscore six. And I just do a bunch of doodles and other
0: freelance work you can see on there. And that's it. Yay. Lovely. 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 So we want to hear from you guys. Who do you want on a shirt? I want John. I want John on a shirt because he's always on top. Who do you want from Tiger King on a shirt? Even what do you without, want for merch?
2: Even without shins, John Ranke stands ahead above the rest. He really does. <gasps> Standing tall. <laughs> wow.
0: And to take us out, we've got another tiger fact for you.
2: <laughs> to take us out is Alan <laughs> is <laughs> with $3,000 and a bunch of cocaine. Maybe a crossbow. <laughs> is
0: it Alan? Is it Carol? Who's taking us out?
2: Thank God we haven't been going on our cat bike path recently.
0: And I have, because of the quarantine, I've stopped getting my sardine oil massages. So yeah i'm safe really probably a good i know call. Oof. so from national geographic tigers use their tails to communicate with one another a tiger is relaxed if their tail is loosely hanging hanging loose you know same aggression is displayed by rapidly moving the tail from side to side or by holding it low with occasional intense twitches mm. so, there's so your tiger tigers fact. text with their tails Aggressively. We're not so aggressively. What's
2: a what's another T word that could be used as a synonym for aggressively? So it could be really alliterative.
4: Twitterpatedly?
2: Tigers <laughs> titillate. Tweet twitterpatedly?
4: Tenaciously?
2: Tenaciously with their tails?
4: Tyrannical?
0: Telemundo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, thanks for listening to The Space Between presents I Saw a Tiger. Oh. <gasps>
2: Oh. <laughs> a special thanks to our sponsor, Bearded Dragon Games in Oneana New York, who has gifted us a Catacan Kernel model to give away to you, our fans. For your chance to win, follow us on Twitter at Top Tier Casual, the Professional Casual on Instagram, or follow the Professional Casual Network on Facebook. You can get an extra entry for each, as well as extra entries for being a background Patreon or leaving a review for any or all of the professional casual network shows on Apple Podcasts. That's up to six additional entries for leaving reviews on each. Also, please give the Bearded Dragon some love on Facebook at facebook.com slash bdcomics and beardeddragongames.com. We will be taking entries up to June 29th at 11 59 p.m. A winner will be drawn live on June 30th.